0: Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York City, my guest is an international opera and Broadway singer, actor, producer and recording artist. He has performed in some of the biggest and most revered venues around the world, ranging from Times Square, New York to Wembley Stadium in London. His latest album was released last November and was entirely composed, performed, arranged and produced by himself. He has extensive credits on IMDB and was even recently invited to AOL to an event with Pharrell Williams. You've been hearing a song of his called You Are For Me. It's my pleasure to welcome to now hear this entertainment, David Serrero. Hello,
1: Bruce. How are you today?
0: Very good, David. Welcome to the show. Thank you for doing this.
1: Thank you. It is a real honor to be on your wonderful show. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You bet. Well, the Regular routine on this show is to start off by having the guest talk about the song that was playing during the intro. So, David, tell the listeners all about your song "You Are For Me."
1: Sure. Well, that that song is uh, was written not a long time ago, and um, I wanted to do uh, a pop rock song, and um, and use the brass. I really love the the power of the brass in in a rock song. You know, like all. All these bands, you know, that we we, we have like Aerosmith, like Bon Jovi, um, uh, even though the Latino, like uh, Luis Miguel, you know, they use the brass in a, in in a certain way and mix it with electronic guitars. So that was that was the idea of the arrangement, and I and I love the drums that are very very strong, like the drums where you know they they hit very strong you know like i love the drum to feel like a dynamic almost <laughs> so uh that that was that was the the idea of the song and and like every song you know it starts always from uh, a feeling from something that i wanted to to express and then the arrangements everything came um came together and i'm very very pleased by the song it's it's, I have to say that this song, which belongs to this album, is uh, my most personal album because, uh, as you mentioned uh, very kindly, I'm, I'm an opera singer, so I'm used to singing um, songs that are not written by me. You know, So it was the first time that I was um, singing my, my own songs, even though I've been writing songs for the last uh, uh, 20 years. Um, And I wrote for for many other artists. Um, But uh, there was a a very new challenge. And, uh, you know, I love these songs that from the very minute, from the very uh, 10 seconds, it it really like uh, takes you in it. You know, it really grabs your attention and uh, it's not happening like on the very last chorus, but like really from the beginning. So that that was what I wanted to do.
0: When you mentioned the the brass, it made me think of Chicago. Oh yeah, absolutely. But well, thank you for, for, su- for mentioning it. Yeah, surprisingly, for for 50 years, I went to see them perform uh, about a month ago, and uh-huh. I was shocked to hear that it's been 50 years that they've been performing, and then they were just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So. That's the first uh, Uh, performer that jumps to my mind when you talk about brass. But you're right. There have been others that have incorporated it, such as as those that you mentioned. And it's also interesting to hear you talk about the aspect of being a songwriter, because that's one word that I left out of the intro. I, I referred to you as an international opera and Broadway singer, actor, producer and recording artist. But as you're as you're starting to tell the listeners here, you do also songwrite. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And uh, for me, you know, uh, as uh, funny as it sounds, um, a songwriter and arranger and a producer, it goes together, you know, even though I I also produced uh, uh, songs uh, that I was not the, the songwriter. But when I write the song, I always write. I imagine the guitars here coming. I imagine a certain color of my voice. I imagine the the like a choir coming here, or, or the brass here, or or the drums doing pa 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 pa. You know. Um, so for me, it's it's like a one package. So that's that's um, that's that's the idea. Because w- when I listen to the new music, by example, it's um, I mean you 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 have a bass, you have a, a little chord there and there, but we are losing a little bit the musicianship, you know, mm. uh, musicianship. Um, so um, I, I wanted, you know, to to, to have, uh, you know, those arrangements very, very filled up with a lot, a lot of different instruments. Like on each of my uh, songs, you have, I don't know, about 30 to 40 uh, instrumental tracks, wow. you know, wow. and then vocally you have about 20 or 30 uh, Voices that pop out. I mean, on your album, not that much, I have to say, (laughs) four or five maybe. But but on on another song, like All My Love Is For You, which is the the title of the album, uh, you you had maybe like about 30 uh, tracks because I love when a lot of things are happening. And and as you said, I'm doing a lot of movies and also doing a lot of theater. So I like also to give a a theatrical dimension, a a modest (laughs) theatrical dimension. (laughs) To to, to to the song and and where something is happening where it's fun and and a song is is very for me uh, is very reflecting of uh, the the personality and I'm very somebody always joyful you know funny so I try to be funny <laughs> uh, uh, you see I even got married that tells you how funny I am <laughs> so that's uh, that's that's the whole idea. <laughs>
0: Well, I was going to ask you, coincidentally, where you do draw your inspiration from for your songwriting.
1: Oh, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I must say, each song is um, is a different feeling. There is one song called The Greatest of Your World um, that I wrote about... Oh, my God, that was more than 15 years ago. Can you believe wow. it, Bruce? Wow. Like <laughs> a long time ago. And I wrote that song when uh, I I went out in a nightclub and I met a girl, my best friend, and met another girl. And then the next day, uh, the girl that I met didn't want to see me. But my friend who met the girl, the girl wanted to see him. So they went both out, and I stayed alone in the apartment on the Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> I felt sad, and and I sat on the piano, and right away the 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 the, 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 the song came, you know. Mm. So and, and I was oh my god, one day I will make it. One day I will make it. And originally the song was the greatest of the world, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when I met uh um well, when I really really fell in love you know i i mm-hmm. um, <laughs> i'm sounding like I, i'm doing I, a therapy I, you know I
0: hear, the, <laughs> I hear the sincerity in your voice now <laughs> yeah, yeah. when i
1: really fell in love i was like you know i don't care about the rest of the world i care about your world you know so i oh. changed the song for um i be the greatest of your world because you know uh, when, when you're married with someone you're or you're living with somebody you're you're going through so many things together and um and then I always say, don't worry, we're going to be fine. It's going to work out. So this is why I call it the greatest of your world. So all of that to tell you that uh, uh, sometimes I can start to write a song just from uh, a guitar, you know, you know, something like that. And I'm like, oh, OK, there is a groove there. And then the the melody comes. Sometimes it's just a word. Sometimes it's is is just a bass by example on the song All oh my love is for you I started by the bass so I started just by that um and and uh, you are for me started with um, with the brass you know you know this is how it all started so there is always, uh, a new, uh, um, a, a different um, uh, inspiration.
0: <laughs> okay, and I, and I, I'm, ma- I'm making notes here because I'm I'm getting married myself in the middle of June. Oh, so This is all helpful advice. I will take all I can get.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, Bruce. Bruce, the most difficult in marriage are the first fifty years. <laughs> After you don't pay attention anymore to what she says, you
0: know. <laughs> There's that sense of humor, listeners. There we go. Yeah. Well,
1: it's, it's a work in progress every day. You,
0: know?
1: <laughs> it's, it's, you would know what it is to live on terror.
0: You know? <laughs> so, you David, we 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 started off. We were talking about the song "You Are For Me," and, and that song is from your album called "All My Love Is For You," which came out last November. Can you talk about? all the work that went into doing, all the composing, performing, arranging, and producing yourself, as well as why you chose to take on all that alone. you, you, You are such a worldly person that obviously you are involved in so many different aspects of the entertainment industry that someone would think, well, he probably has his choice of he can work with whoever he wants to. But why did you choose to do all the composing, performing, arranging, and producing yourself?
1: Uh you, first you are you're very too kind. Um the, the reason why I um I, I choose to do it all by myself um was that um in the old days, uh, not that old ago, <laughs> but in the old days, um to do music we needed to be surrounded by musicians, right? Mm-hmm. Um nowadays you can work on this on you can create almost new instruments by example the brass we we talk about the brass i'm sorry to talk about it but the brass by example i mixed uh, i don't know four or five instruments um that would have never physically been able to produce that sound you know Mm. i brought i even added some distortion there and there i mean i I really took the time it took me a a year to record that album wow Uh, by, by example, um, in one song, the greatest of your Word, I brought a choir uh, where you have almost uh, about a hundred different voices. Um, so it would have been physically impossible. By example, the drums uh, are so uh, percussive, have so many punch that I mixed two different drum sets. Wow. You know. Um, so it's, it's not that, uh, I wanted to do it all by myself because, uh, by ego or by, I don't know, like I want to do it all by myself because I'm a control freak or Mm -hmm. (laughs) or something like that is, is I, it just happened that way because I was able to find the, the, the the sound and also to explore, um, um, different, uh, different aspects of um, of uh, of the music and uh, you know when I do you know I recorded an album of jazz standards and I recorded with with orchestra um, that's uh, uh, that's different because we're starting from a piece that everybody knows like New York New York like Fly Me to the Moon or okay, uh, anything okay. like that uh, but but with a new song I like the idea to to to, to work it. Uh, On on my own. And and I'm originally an arranger and a producer and a jazz pianist. So it it was, you know, part of my of my uh, uh, training, you know,
0: Well, that's a, that's all very interesting and and it sounds like there's a number of reasons in other words why you, why you did it yourself one of it one of the reasons sounds like simply because I can I can do it all myself but the, the other reason like you said a lot of it is simply logistics and, and number three what I'm hearing you say is it just allows for the creativity you're not beholding to anyone or a time schedule where you yeah. can you can allow yourself as much time or as little time as, as you want or as you need to do it so i I, I take it well I, I don't wait a minute I don't want to assume so did you do do all this in New York, or or you did the I, album somewhere else? I, I, absolutely.
1: Well, fr- first of all, what you said is is absolutely uh, uh, right, and and uh, and uh, you 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 really know what you're talking about for sure. Uh, okay. You know, uh, it, it's it's, by example, when uh, you know if if I want um, um, when you are in a studio, uh, you say to the drummer or to the guitarist or the keyboardist, okay, I want like this. And, and you are a little bit tight with the studio time, you know, so you're going to hear one uh, a variation of what you wanted. It's going to say, yes. Oh, what about this? Or oh, what about that? You know, but when you are at home, you, you have all the time that you want. It's not like I have people in front of my house w- waiting to hear the album, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I can do w- w- what I want and whenever I want. So that's, that's uh, um, uh, a very good thing. Then your your other question, I I'm sorry, I forgot. <laughs> was it
0: was did you do all of this in New York or did? Oh you, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I, okay. I did it in New York, and uh, just the um, the mix and uh, the mastering, I did it in Paris, where I'm originally from. As you can hear, my accent is from <laughs> it's not from New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> and 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 um, uh, no, I did it in Paris, where actually. Uh, Rihanna, Lady Gaga, and even the late Prince and Madonna, the Rolling Stones—they have recordings called the Studio Davou. And um, and why record recorded there because they mix the new technology and they have also the very you know Bruce this very old uh, uh, machine uh, that you cannot buy anymore that are not manufactured anymore like some reverb of the 80s like some uh, uh, sound mm. um, amply of the 70s that you cannot buy anymore. Now you have the plugs on Pro Tools or, or softwares like yeah, that. Everything
0: but, is digital uh, now instead of analog.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you cannot find this anymore. This is why a lot of people are traveling from all over the world to master this stuff there. So wow. because I had good rates, I was able to go
0: there. <laughs> well, uh, David, I wonder, have you found it challenging to promote a pop rock album at a time when you've been busy in New York starring with a starring role in an opera? Well,
1: that's, that's a very good question, Bruce. Um, um, how can I say? I I think with pop rock music, you, you can reach more people. You have more interest than opera or or jazz or Mm -hmm. something else. But, um, the only problem is that there are so many pop rock, um, you know, um, Uh, You know, so many pop rock music, you know, so that's uh, uh, it's a little bit uh, synced in the mass, you know, Um, uh, as in other, you know, uh, when I put an opera video, it right away uh, comes out when you go on YouTube and you put opera, you know, by example, Mm -hmm. or you put the name of the song or the name of the aria, you know, it stops. It comes out right away. Uh, because it's more of a niche market um, but in the pop rock you can reach more uh, venues uh, than with the classical one but uh, also the, the the what is very challenging Bruce is wh- when you do opera you have people by example I just sing the lead role of Nabucco the opera Nabucco uh, by Verdi I, I just sang it in New York like Two weeks ago was the last show. Uh, a lot of people came. Some people came for me, but a lot of people came just to listen to the opera, just to mm-hmm. listen Nabucco. The mm-hmm. They went to the title. Um, when you are singing pop rock music, especially your own song, um, you need almost to start from, from the beginning because you are not only promoting your name, but you are promoting your whole sound, your whole style, your whole music, uh, which is... Um, uh, very very uh, uh, difficult so it, it's harder you can reach more people by doing pop rock music but it's harder to create an audience and to have people attending your show when you're doing pop rock music right. rather than by example for opera right uh, where you know it's it's uh it's um because people come by by the name, you know, right, except right. for a physical, you know, right?
0: Yeah, they're they're going to see a specific performance. It's and 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 I don't mean this the way it sounds, but in other words, they just want to see the performance. That's that's not about who's cast in it. They just want to see that performance. Whereas you're yeah, making a, you're fabulous. making a terrific absolutely. point. I mean, it's it's so well said. This is this is really fascinating because it it really is quite a challenge, as you mentioned, that you say, well, there's going to be a much, much bigger audience out there. However, the bad news is there's going to be a much, much bigger (laughs) audience out there. I know, I know. They're they're already loyal to someone
1: else. Absolutely. You know, by example, on iTunes, uh, when you put the word opera, I'm coming up right away, you know. Uh, If you put the word pop rock, (laughs) you're going to have to wait many, many years before you come. (laughs) I start to appear, you know, so. (laughs) So, you know, that's that's um, that's uh, that's the difference. This is why I always say to to, to artists, be yourself because the others are already taken,
0: Mm, you know, Uh,
1: you need to have that. And and I think when you do pop music, you should really think like uh, uh, you are a company you know, and people have to taste your brand, people have to discover your brand so you have to play, 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 play play everywhere that it is possible and uh, as an opera singer, I'm one of the very very few who who used who was the first one actually to use social media uh, to use YouTube at a time when people, especially in in opera or in classical music were not taking YouTube very seriously, they were Mm -hmm. like, oh uh, then the next thing that would happen is you will sing in your shower and you will film it. This is not serious. <laughs> uh, now, now you know. Next thing you know is that all the opera houses in the world are using YouTube, and and even now mm-hmm. in audition opera world, they say, "Can you send us a, a YouTube link?" <laughs> so that's you know that that's so part of the um, world culture. Um, but for. Um, For pop rock, especially when you look at the recording industry, um, it's much easier now than it used to be to put an album together and to deliver it to the audience. Um, But now where it's the most difficult is how to sell it, how to bring it to the audience. That is the most difficult compared to opera where the recording in the opera business is not so much necessary. You can have a, a, a long career without recording ever, right. one album, by example. But in the pop rock, you, you, you I mean, in, in the rock or pop music, you, you cannot um, uh, avoid that. And also, one last thing I, I want to say is, um, is that one thing you have in the pop rock that you don't have, in the pop music, that you don't necessarily have um, very much developed, I should say, in the classic world, is all the radio broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, by doing pop music, now I, my song is played in more than a uh, hundred radios uh, nationwide. Um, so that goes from iHeart Radio to to the big ones and the small ones, the web radios, you know, uh, large ones. Um, That's something that, as an opera singer, I rarely had. I had the classical radio, but, you know, maybe six people are listening.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great point, great point. I I guess the question that that comes to my mind as you describe all this, because you, you have actually put out quite a diverse lineup of CDs. As I said, All My Love Is For You is a pop rock album. You've also done an album... Of frank Sinatra classics, plus you've put out titles like the Merchant of Venice Man of La Mancha there was a duke Ellington Broadway musical are are you just that enthralled with the arts or is it in some way an effort to challenge yourself inwardly toward accomplishments in various genres what why Why do mm-hmm. such diverse recordings instead of just sticking to one category
1: sure i i the, 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 you're absolutely right well you know i um if you eat the same thing every day, like the the, the same food every day, you're going to become crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It's a little bit the same thing for me. If every day and, 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 uh, and for like almost 10 years, I did nothing but opera, nothing but opera not even listening to pop song, not even that, you know? So, and at some point I I couldn't even hear myself. I couldn't even hear anything. Mm. So it's very important for me to to listen to uh, other music and especially to perform other music because I think it makes me, as uh as an artist, as a singer especially, uh richer. By example, a richer in an in, in artistic point of view, of course. Sure. I mean I wish in my <laughs> bank account also. If you want to make me a donation, Bruce, I was my chase account. Okay. Listeners uh
0: send <laughs> why are your funds in? Uh but but David I wonder though and, and this is this is a little bit of a hard hitting question, I think, and, and sure. this show is known for anything but me asking hard hitting questions. But but sure. did you did you worry at all? Did you fear that the that the opera community in, in which you were so well established would I don't want to say blacklist you, but turn their back on you and you, say, yeah. look at what this guy's doing. This isn't opera. Why is he putting out this kind of music? You know, how dare uh, he? You,
1: you are, you are, that's you're absolutely right, Bruce. Um, you know, if I would be listening to to anybody, I will be a cook in a suburb yeah. in the suburbs of Paris, you yeah. know, because that's what my dad wanted me to be, and that's mm. what my family wanted me to be, you know. Yeah. So I, ever since I was born, I did actually uh, what people told me not to do. Like people <laughs> told me, "You will never be a singer." Oh, really? Okay. Well, then now I want to be a singer, you know. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> that it's it's been like this from the very beginning. And, you know, even in the opera world, when you are singing, by example, just Mozart opera and you start to do, I don't know, Verdi opera, Puccini opera, people are already saying, but why? You are changing styles, but are you crazy? Mm, Okay. So I cannot even imagine (laughs) how people go from uh, uh, opera to to pop music. But, you you know, uh, operatic singers, like straight regular opera singers you have thousands out there you know and and um i don't want to wait that i'm 50 or 60 years old to do what i want you know mm-hmm. um, i want to i wanted to do this album uh, because i was uh young enough to um you know to to do it because i don't want to be like one of these uh 70 uh, year old singer mm-hmm. who who puts a leather jacket to be young, you know, <laughs> I, I, I want to, I mean, if, if you started in your twenties, it's okay. But I'm I'm saying that, um, I, I wanted to, 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 to bring something else. And, you know, I think the mentalities in the opera world has pretty much changed. Um, I remember even 10 years ago when I started to do some Broadway musicals, people told me, but wait, are you doing Broadway musicals or you're an opera singer oh, or, okay. So, you know, I think it's uh, it's both are combined since I started to do a lot of movies and a lot of straight theater like The Merchant of Venice or or, uh, Othello that I'm doing next month at uh, the Center for Jewish History in New York. um, I um, it made me a better opera singer, you know, Uh, the, the fact that I. And you never know, you know, the fact that I did the jazz album, then I produced German Jackson, you know, the, the brother yes. of Michael Jackson. Yes. I did his very first album of, um, of, um, of jazz uh, recording. I haven't recorded for the last 15 or 20 years, I think. Uh, so I made the Jackson sing some jazz standards and we recorded to do it together on Autumn Leaves where he's sang, you know, autumn is in 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 English and I sang it in French with my operatic voice. And that's what I love is to bring opera. And, and music, music has no boundaries. It's like people, you know, Absolutely. A, as long as they're not Republicans. <laughs> <I'm just
0: kidding. laughs> I'm but, just but, but still, uh, overall, I mean, a, a great answer and, and, and very good insights. I am Bruce Warzniak, and joining me today in the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from New York City is international opera and Broadway singer, actor, producer, and recording artist David Serrero. Visit his official website at www.davidserrero.com. As always, you can get the proper spelling of the guest's name by looking at the title of this episode on your listening device. And then from David's website, you will find links to numerous social media destinations. He is on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find David's music on SoundCloud, which, of course, is one of the platforms that this show is available on. Be sure to purchase his music. As mentioned, there are several CDs by David available on iTunes, and his music can also be heard on Spotify. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have on nhte.net the full audio plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it very easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you very much. Please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And by the way, whether you're going to purchase David's music and or other music, books, whatever it is, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon.
1: And uh, you know what I'm going to do, Bruce? Yes. I'm going to go on the website and buy myself an album through your Amazon banner.
0: Ah, thank you. you know? Thank you. Please, so
1: I, At least I would have an extra sale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> please, please follow David's lead, listeners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is be willing to put some miles on your car. Sitting at home because a gig is too far away isn't going to get any momentum for your career. A lot of your competitors are driving 90 minutes, a couple hours, one way for opportunities to perform. The work isn't going to come to you. You need to go to where the work is. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers, to get the tips in one concise format... There is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1 and a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 2 for purchase in ebook format giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40 and 41 to 80 respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. David, uh, I I want to piggyback on something that that you just talked about because sure. on this on this show we like to draw stories out from guests that could be possible teaching moments for listeners who are up and comers so you mentioned uh one other release listeners that david did was i wish you love and that's the album of jazz standards with jermaine jackson and uh, david had also performed in a musical with jermaine jackson he david wrote directed and produced that and we've heard stories on this show before for example canadian singer songwriter roxana way back on episode 34, talked about getting Chris Bode to perform on her CD. And and then a couple weeks ago on episode 115 with the Mm -hmm. duo Gypsy Soul, they talked about Aaron Neville providing a quote regarding one of their albums. So David, how did you get connected with Jermaine Jackson that you had the opportunity to do both the album and the musical with him?
1: Sure. Well, you know, one thing I realized because I worked with I was lucky and fortunate to meet very important uh, singers and ask them advices and not necessarily work with them, but get them advices. Um, I realized that the higher the star is, the easier it is to work with him or with her. Mm. You know, um, the, 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 you know, when I, I realize that the more I'm growing the 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 easier I am the people the more I am yeah sure no problem absolutely don't worry about it it's going to be wonderful don't worry you know wow. and and before I was like wait 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 t- tell me exactly no that is not possible no 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 <laughs> you know so um uh, and I also think that look we have only one life uh, you just never know uh, I think it's Robert De Niro who used to say, "If you don't go, you never know." You know, <laughs> so you you just have to to reach the people, and and uh, if you do something that um, you're caring about your product, you're caring about what you want to do, then you know that it will be good. You know, uh, I always say uh, your your biggest investment is your audience. You know your biggest investments, if your company is your clients, is um, I always invested in myself because uh, you know I have no choice but to live with myself. You know, <laughs> so you know I want to invest in, in the business because the business can go back and forth. I rather I rather invest in me. You know, so um, it's always um, very very interesting to to meet other um, some of these big guys and. And and if the project is legit and if you put yourself in the shoes of um, of uh, these big guys and you, you would think, OK, what would they like to do now? Uh, if mm. I go to see, by example, Lady Gaga and I tell her, uh, oh, uh, you know, let's do uh, a new Lady Gaga album. She, she would tell me, hey, David, I mean, uh, I don't need you, right, <laughs> you know, right. I have any record label. But if I tell her, no, we're going to do an opera album. And Jay-Z is going to do the arrangements. Mm-hmm. So he's going to do like some opera rap, you know, like opera right. mixed with rap music, hip-hop music. Uh, and you're going to sing on it with those crazy costumes. She's going to be, oh, that's interesting, you know. So that's a start. I always say, you don't go to McDonald's to eat sushi, <laughs> you know. So it's always very interesting to, to bring to um, artists, to take them in, um in uh, in a new in a new place uh, for German Jackson, uh, you know, people were approaching the Jackson to do a new perfume, to do a new line clothes, to do uh, 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 to re-record all the Jackson classics, to to sing songs that were uh, typically uh, a remake of "I Want You Back" or you know ABC stuff like that. I said no. I want to take you. Um, to another direction, and I sit on the piano and I said to German, sing something for me. And he started to sing, My baby's always dancing, you know, something like that. And I told him, Why don't you sing, Darling, I love you, you know, more like a crooner. And, and, um, and right away came out this Nat King Cole voice. Um, oh. th- yeah, and then I said, Okay, let's do Nat King Cole. Uh, Some so King called standards because that's how your voice is really melting into it. So my my, my advice is is always to uh, you know I just fell on, from my chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's what happens when when you you know listening to and I here this you know <laughs> this is great entertainment. So you, know, and you fall off your chair. You know. So so my my, my opinion is always um uh, go to to people with the right project and bring them something that um they don 't know where you like are
0: that.
1: as you said my my signature is to do opera as an opera singer to approach pop music to approach word music, jazz, and other stuff. I will approach this music in another way than people that are more specified for this genre so um so you are who you are and develop who you are that's that's the the, the 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 best advice i can give i like that i like that answer and listen to and now hear this entertainment ah, all the time. very good very yeah. good i,
0: I wonder <laughs> is there an order of priority david for say getting new acting roles versus maybe landing more operatic roles versus say recording new albums or is it just there is no order of priority bruce i'll take whatever work comes my way
1: you're absolutely right, Bruce. is the second one is whatever comes you know I follow my my career by example'm I'm, I'm a passionate of Shakespeare. I had never done Shakespeare for the last ten years, and now within one season, I did Shylock and and Othello uh, and uh, Richard the um, uh, third King Edward uh, I did King John also so I you know so you you, you just never know so I follow wherever work is taking me um and wherever you know meeting people is 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 taking me when I was lucky to meet Jeremy Jackson I said okay let's do something together and I spent a a year working on on the musical that uh, we did together and and an album we did together and much more Uh, so you know I I just I just follow now by example um it's funny that since I started to do some pop music, I'm called back a lot in the opera world. You know, I'm getting like a first class lead mm. roles, uh, uh, offered. So that's, um, that, that, that's, that's beautiful. You know, that's life is about the, the, the people you are meeting. You're working, you're walking, uh, on the long freeway and endless freeway. And, and what makes your life difference is the people that are crossing, uh, your, your life by, and, and if you don't make the phone call today, uh, when would you do it? You know, um, right. uh, you never know how, how how long you will live. You know,
0: right? Right, David. Right. Now is where I'm sure those listeners who are up and comers want to know what you attribute your success to in terms of getting so much work. Do you have an agent? Do you recommend? that performers get an agent or handle as much of it themselves as they can, or maybe some combination of the two? What, what have you found to work best I, for
1: I, you? I will tell you, I will tell you, and, I'm, and I'm so happy, Bruce. You, you ask me the best questions I always dream to to, 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 to answer. You know?
2: Wow, know so, <laughs> you. <laughs> thank, thank you
1: so much. No, I I think first of all the 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 role of the of the singer slash musician has changed a lot, and I spoke actually with Farrell Williams about it um, on AOL uh, like not that long f- few weeks mm-hmm. ago. Um, the music world has changed a lot. By example, it was impossible for a musician, a singer, a songwriter, um, ten years ago, twenty years ago, to record a song and then make it available to people. Um, now you can do it uh, yourself. It's uh, We call it the uh, uh, DIY, you know, uh, uh, do-it-yourself uh, artist. Right. Um, I always say the best, you talk about agents. I have a lot of agents, um, but <laughs> I hope they're not going to listen to that. But the, <laughs> the best agent is yourself. You know, you will never find uh, somebody better, who will know your music better than yourself, so yes, some singers uh, some artists are better than others. It's a quality that I had from the beginning to know how to uh, talk about my music and to to take the phone and to call people and to knock on doors. Um, a, a lot of them really need uh, the the agent, but it, it's all a matter also of the quality. Of the product that you 're doing, uh, when I started out and and I sang like Bruce, it was horrible like <laughs> it, was, it was horrible, like he, he, even the dog that I had you know told me, David, you have to stop to sing like this, <laughs> really he, he came to me, he started to bite me, and said, "Stop with this i mean I can't believe i 'm a dog, yes, but stop." <laughs> You know, my parents they sued me because I was they were ashamed of me singing that way. It was it was terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it was bad. And and then I was going on all the doors and knocking on the doors and calling anybody. And and then no phone calls. And then one day somebody told me, David, uh, you have it all. You know how to speak. You know how to call people. Uh, you know how to promote yourself. You know how to do uh, uh, from the song from scratch until. To bring it to the to the consumer, but you're missing the most important, which is the quality of your product. Mm. So stop to do anything, any phone calls for two years, wow. and just work on your craft. Wow. And then I promise you, Bruce, the day I just started to sing better, you know, uh, um, without even sending an email to anyone, work started to come to me. Amazing. So, and and also I, I always say that uh, you know when I told you invest in your clients right. like um, focus on doing your job right. I very rarely do auditions. Why? Because um, I do my job very good on the movie or on the musical or on an upright. I give hundred ten percent of myself so that after the people they call me again and and, and I'm also the best colleague. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I please the producers. I please the directors. I please um, anybody that that uh, that I can, you know, so that's that's uh, uh, for me uh, um, the number one rule.
0: Well, you mentioned in there about auditions and, and I do want to talk about some of the acting work that you've done, because you do have quite an extensive resume on IMDb, everything from TV to films to even commercials. Is it safe to say that you practically have two full-time careers—one as an actor and then one as a singer—because you do get a lot of acting work.
1: I, I absolutely, um, I'm very glad. You know, I, I used to be more advanced as a singer than I was as an actor, but now he came like almost like a, a equal. You know, um, a, a about the same. And and you know, as you as as you said, you know, I follow work where where he takes me uh, mm-hmm. back in France. Fifteen years ago, I I started to get roles in in major TV series. But if I had more than five lines, it was the end of the world. You know, it was it was oh my god, it's the best role I've ever had. You know, uh, if I was not cut at the editing, you know. So <laughs> and, and then, you know, in in New York, all of a sudden, I, I bring my um, my uh, acting experience from from France and and uh, uh, from Europe, and and uh, and I bring you know a certain kind of a of uh, features, like I have some Mediterranean features a little bit, like I can do an Italian, I can do uh, a guy from Middle East, a guy from uh, Greece, from uh, Portugal, from Spain, you know. Mm. So you know, maybe, uh, by example, 10 years ago in New York, I was getting no acting jobs, you know, at all. Um, but I was getting more music job. Uh, but now, you know, the word of the opera word in, in New York, in America, especially uh, in New York, for example, there used to be 15 opera companies. Now there are only two, you know? Wow. Um, wow. In, uh, so, so opera was hot. Now it is not, but now there is more work as an actor probably with all those Netflix and Hulu Mm. content and TV series. Yeah. And, and they need more, they're doing more episodes. So they need more actors. And, and, and nowadays uh, that's also something I want to say is that we watch the music. We, we don't, we listen to the music, of course, but I mean, I personally love to listen to it, you know, but today we cannot neglect the fact that um, there is um, uh, uh, the, the video clip has changed a lot sometimes the song is not very attractive but because the video clip the music video is so good that uh, uh, the, the the music be- becomes a hit mm. so
0: excellent uh, point excellent point yeah it's
1: going more and more into uh, uh, the visual works this is why. When I meet some uh, uh, some musician, I'm like, well, you know, you, you might want to have a haircut soon, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, or change that T-shirt out, you know, uh, you know, or, or be careful to what you say or 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 or, you know, the the old days where the it was cool to uh, uh, put down the journalist to say, no, I don't answer interviews. No, no, mm-hmm. you know how you cannot do that anymore uh, i yeah. mean i never enjoyed to do that you know but <laughs>
0: but,
1: but it, it 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 used to be uh, cool, hip. You know what I mean. To when you look at the interviews of uh, the Stones in the seventies, uh, these guys were like looking at the journalists like they were nobodies. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but, but that was part of the style. Uh, nowadays, uh, all the biggest stars they they wake up at five a.m. to do uh, morning TV shows because right. they 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 know that it is important and they're looking uh, for every ways. You know, when I told you that. Uh, now we have to look at it as if it's a company with a product. We are looking for every ways to bring our product out. Uh, uh, I write music not for five people, not for 10 people. I want that my music is listened by the broadest, uh, the largest amount of people. You know, I'm not I'm not ashamed of that. Some people, I hear some musicians, no, I want to play in small clubs. No, I want to play for 10 people, 50 people, for people who really care i'm not like that you know <laughs> <laughs> i want to do stadiums you know, the, I'm,
0: the, yeah the bigger the, the bigger the crowd the better right the, the better absolutely
1: uh uh that's that's uh that, that's what i want and and because the, the feeling is 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 so strong you know
0: yeah that's a that's a great attitude to have i am bruce worzniak and joining me today on the now hear this entertainment guest line from new york city is international opera and broadway singer actor producer and recording artist david serrero Visit his official website at www.davidserrero.com. As always, you can get the proper spelling of the guest's name by looking at the title of this episode on your listening device. From David's website, you will find links to numerous social media destinations. He is on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find David's music on SoundCloud, which of course is one of the platforms that this show is available on. Be sure to purchase his music. As mentioned, there are several CDs by David available on iTunes, and his music can also be heard on Spotify. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show on nhte.net, we've got the full audio, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it, too. Subscribing is free, and it makes it very easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. And, of course, very thrilled to also have the show now available on Google Play Music. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned just a couple of them. Roxanna, way back on episode 34, and Gypsy Soul on episode 115. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time, your interest, your support. We're up to 115 countries around the world now where the show has gotten listeners from. And as I said before, whether you're going to purchase David's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. David, you're going to be at Carnegie Hall on May 7th. Yeah, I mentioned Uh, back in the intro that you have performed in some of the top venues in the world. Are you used to that by this point? Or do you still walk into these places like Carnegie Hall wide-eyed and just in awe of where you're uh, getting uh, to perform? Honestly,
1: the the bigger the venue is, the easier it is. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Really, uh, it's... um um, w- w- what I'm scared is to, to to sing on on small venues, ah. uh, you know, like small places, and, and somebody can can say, "Oh, lo- look what he has become now. He used to be so big once, you ah. know." Okay, <laughs> so yeah. and, it, and the audience
0: is right on top of you there too at the smaller yeah, places. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and and uh, you know, I, I've done. You know, shows where there were more people on stage than in the audience. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so I, I, I've seen it all. And, and, and at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm preparing always in the same way and rehearsing and rehearsing to make the shows as, as good as, as great for the audience than, uh, than, uh, than it is. Um, so I'm very looking forward to it. And, and I'm going to sing actually uh, some opera at uh, Carnegie Hall. So it is, you know, very, very, um, very joyful. And, and and then in June, I'd be doing the lead part of uh, Othello in New York. So I'm also looking forward to this. And uh, in the summer, I'll probably do some, uh, um, well, in the meantime, I'm still doing a lot of movies and a lot of, uh, of, uh, of wow. shows and, and wow. TV series. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to wow. it.
0: Outstanding, outstanding. Uh, let's just talk about the experience that you you mentioned before. You 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 were invited by AOL to the event with Pharrell Williams and mm-hmm. listeners. There's a video of this on Facebook that you can see. David, you posed a question to him that that really stopped him and and made him think.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he he told me that was a good question. After <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that 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 yeah. that had to be quite an experience.
1: Yeah, no, definitely because you know I wanted really to know the point of view of um, Fire Williams who who is really, um, one of the most influential, uh, producer in the world, uh, you know, whether it's his song, Happy, he didn't just, um, created a sound or created, uh, songs. He created a concept almost, you know, like the song Happy or Blurred Lines, you know, uh, it's, those songs are concepts. Like uh, living on a prayer about Bon Jovi, this is a concept. Um, uh, you, you know, that songs that are so much in tune now the American culture, uh, do, do, is are very interesting. So I wanted to know how does he, f- he feel where the music industry is going, uh, you know, with the new technologies? Um, like, you know, we didn't have Spotify before, right. um, we, we we didn't have. Uh, you know, when Spotify started out, a lot of artists complained. Uh, but now, all of these artists who complain, they're doing private sessions for uh, uh, Spotify. You know, um, so I think the world uh, is moving forward. And as a musician, as an artist, you have a little bit to follow the world with, of course, your own personality. But, um, you, you know, it's like in the old days, you had those. Uh, the horses and the carriage you know um, uh, so if you had the company of that uh, when when the car started uh, i hope for you that you move to the car business uh because nowadays if you're still trying to sell horses with the carriage before you're not going to sell any you know
0: that's right Um, that's right
1: (laughs) so it's it's very important to, to 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 follow um where the the technology is going i think uh, music is more and more accessible um, than, than ever before. There is, for me, what I call this mass consuming, that um, in the old days, people were listening to an album, they were putting the CD player, they were listening to the whole album, you know. Um, now, uh, people are zapping. You know, they listen like five seconds the beginning of a song. They don't like the change. Right. Five, minutes, okay, they change, they change. So as um, as a producer, is very challenging to create an album that uh, people will listen in its entirety uh, yeah, because that holds um, their attention. Yeah, absolutely, and, and not only that is uh, to create something that is a very uh, homogenous, You know, like very. Um, you know that all the songs of the album have kind of the same spirit, but also in the same way. Now the songs are very are not attached anymore to an album. Um, that's also something. You know, the 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 songs became very individuals, very single. Indeed, you yeah, know,
0: it it became a very a very an industry based very much more on singles than albums.
1: Yeah, it's the same story when you like when you go on iTunes, you can buy just one song, not anymore. I mean, you can buy the whole album, but I mean, you can buy also per song, which is good in some ways. But I'm just saying that uh, we're losing the idea of listening to a whole album. Like to now people do a little bit like this with movies, since we have Netflix and all that. They watch a little bit the beginning. They don't like this. They, they change. And in the old days, they were watching the movie entirely. So you, you never know, maybe in the beginning, in the middle of the movie, something good can happen, you know. That's right. So, yeah, you know, that's how I'm feeling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, we're about out of time here, but I, I, I want to have one final teaching moment for the up-and-comers sure. who are listening, because we've sat here and listened to you speak throughout this interview with this accent of yours, and, and you, are, you are multilingual, and, and so I wonder if you can just speak to how helpful that has been to you throughout your career in terms of probably being able to get so many additional opportunities because you don't only speak one language. It would seem that it would behoove the young people to learn Spanish or, or some other language so that they can oh, get yeah. additional opportunities. Has that been the case uh, for you?
1: Absolutely. Well, the, the more languages you speak or the more instruments you play. Uh, um, uh, yes. You, you see, the uh, I, I learned how to play guitar a little bit. So after for me, it was easier to write for the guitar. Um, it's it's very important. You, by, by example, now the Latino community is growing more and more. Uh, they have their own TV channels with their own program in Spanish. Um, so now I'm getting a lot of offers because I look uh, oh, Latino. Um, I'm getting amazing. offers to to, um, uh, to 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 star in in a soap opera, you know, Latino stuff in, oh, in Spanish. So I'm, I'm learning, you know. Um, Spanish uh, also, but also is good for the everyday basis when you meet, sure. let, let's say you greet fans and you see they are Italians. So you you tell them a little word in Italian. They, they love you even more, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and then it opens also yourself to more people, you know, to a wider uh, audience. Like if I wouldn't speak English, by example, uh, it would have been difficult to do this interview in French. You know? <laughs> so, well so, said.
0: Well said. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. It, it opens you to two different things. The the fact that I learned how to speak Russian opened me a lot to the Russian market. And, and I played in, in major uh, Russian venues in, in Moscow and wow. St. Petersburg. And wow. So
0: it's it's great it's great advice and listeners you know heed heed David's advice mostly because he's speaking from experience uh, David we're out of time but I, I we're going to close today with a song of yours called All My Love Is for You so before we let you go uh, just tell the listeners about this song please if you would
1: well it's 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 like the song that is the number one song for me that I uh, that I wrote and um, uh, it, it really represents how I feel inside um you know and all my love is for you and all my love is for now here this entertainment you know <laughs> thank you it's thank for you. all of you and, and and i'm passionate about people and and it's uh really an honor to be uh, to have been interviewed by you bruce and and thank your you. question your quality was absolutely amazing and i can i can thank you enough for having me
0: you're welcome david and i very much enjoyed the conversation thank you again for making the time for this Thank you, Bruce. Thank you so much. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to David Serrero. Do check out his official website at www.davidserrero.com and then engage with him on social media. So that means like his Facebook page, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. Remember that David is on SoundCloud, too, and even on Spotify. For that matter, tell him that you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. And, of course, do purchase David's music on iTunes. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And, of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost episodes there, and you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter, and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nhte.net. Plus, there's a link there to this show on Instagram. Or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nhte.net. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's C-B as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from David Serrero. This is the one he just talked about. It's called... All my love is for you.